This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Companies that manufacture plastic products or sell items with plastic packaging will be responsible for the collection and recycling of their plastic waste. Whether we're talking about plastic bottles or cell phones, it will be up to businesses to take responsibility for the plastics they're manufacturing and bring out into the world. All right, welcome back to the show. This is Mike Smith in for Simi today. That, of course, the voice of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau with that big announcement this week on a ban on single-use plastic items in Canada. Uh, the Prime Minister is saying that will be brought in as early as 2021, so just two years from now. But take note of the conditional language there, as early as 2021, so maybe it would be later than that. There's a lot of questions after this big announcement this week on exactly how this ban is going to work on single-use plastic items and uh, these new rules on plastic recycling. For example, what exactly is going to be banned? Now, Trudeau's as well, they're going to look at that. They didn't bring out a specific list, but there's a lot of items that have been man- mentioned anecdotally here in the last 48 hours or so. Plastic bags, plastic straws, cutlery plates, Q-tips, fast food containers, balloon sticks, which I'm not sure what that is, but they would potentially be banned as well. But so many other questions about, like, how is this going to work? What items will be banned? When will they be banned? What will replace these items? What will be the impact on business and the economy? Let's talk about all these issues now with my guest, Dr. Sylvain Charlebois, professor in food distribution and policy at Dalhousie University, and I'm very pleased to welcome him. Hi. Good afternoon. Thanks a lot for coming on. What did you think of the Prime Minister's announcement this week? Well, they've been in power since 2015. This problem has been lingering for many, many years. Uh, And you're seeing all parties uh, jumping on this uh, plastic bandwagon, uh, setting specific deadlines. So for the Liberals, it's 2021. For the NDP, it was 2022. The Greens are in for this year, 2019. So we'll see exactly how Conservatives uh, fit in all this. But Essentially, uh, I mean, what needs to be underscored is that plastics uh, have become a visible issue. I think everyone is aware. Everyone wants to um, get rid of this problem, and 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 politicians are just uh, speaking on behalf of Canadians. The solutions or solutions uh, um, are a little more ambiguous. I'm not sure exactly uh, if consumers appreciate how plastics have played a role in our lives and uh i mean it had made made it, it's making our lives better but of course when you look at the environment things need to change right i think you're bang on about the visibility aspect of it and i think maybe that's why trudeau and these other uh, political leaders think it's a good issue for them because everybody is very familiar with these items these plastic products that we use every single day and a lot of people have seen the the photos of you know like sea turtles stuck and wrapped up in plastic garbage and things like that and it's it it really hits home with people so i can see how they would want to jump on on an issue like this but like you say there are so many unanswered questions here and, and such a major policy shift like this like for example what about the economic impact of, of something like this what do you what do you think it could be 
Oh, uh, absolutely. So I, I look at food. Uh, my specialty is food distribution right. and policy, and, and plastics uh, play a huge role in food safety. Uh, people don't realize it, but it has kept our food safe. Yes, it actually has kept our food cheaper uh, and has reduced waste across the supply chain. Uh, replacing plastic is no easy task, and, and, and that's why you're seeing grocers now uh, announcing uh, initiatives like uh, Loblaw last week with the Loop uh, and uh, Metro just about a month ago uh, down east uh, announced that it was allowing customers to bring in their own containers but that again brings a whole new set of, of risks with pathogens and allergens and uh, so I, I don't think we've actually figured this thing out There's there is some clear mobilization across the board everyone actually wants to fix this issue but uh, again as we actually as we looked into this 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 situation we actually did release a study last week asking people do you see any market currency in environmental factor in other words if the industry is to move on this and governments is to legislate on this are you willing to pay are you willing to pay yeah. more cuz plastics yeah. is cheap so likely whatever we going to come up with is going to cost more and we asked Canadians, are you willing to pay more? Guess what the answer was? <laughs> I can just imagine. No, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. 87% of Canadians see no premium wow. in protecting the planet as they were grocery shopping. And so this is, this is the reality, and industry knows. So it needs to fix the problem without getting more resources. Uh, it's the same with food safety. For many years, uh, there, there were more regulations being implemented, but uh, industry couldn't actually capitalize on these new initiatives just because people were expecting food safety. And yeah. so it's like selling a car with a seatbelt. Nobody wants to pay more for the seatbelt. Okay, I wonder what's kind of discussions are going on in the boardrooms of a lot of these companies and, and other employers in Canada that deal in, in plastic products, just wondering where the heck is this government going with this and what the impact could be with it. Because one of the things that, that Trudeau brought out uh, this week was he said that this thing will actually be great for the economy. He said that this could create 42,000 jobs. It could generate billions of dollars in revenue. I don't know where he's getting these statistics other than maybe pulling them out of a hat. Do you know what he's talking about there with thousands of jobs and billions of dollars in revenue by doing this? Well, uh, I mean, you can create all the jobs you want. You just need more revenues. It has to come from somewhere. Yeah. It has to come from consumers in the market. And, and right now, uh, you're dealing with a marketplace that is unwilling to recognize the market currency of the environment, at least not yet. And so that's the challenge, and that's why we actually wrote an op-ed in the Globe and Mail today outlining uh, that if we want to fix this plastic problem, consumers can't just stay on the sideline. They're going to have to do something. L the loop presented by Loblaw uh, will come at a cost, and people will, will – It's basically the, the system is very simple. You walk into the grocery store, you'll buy – uh, food products in a reusable container. Loblaws will actually pick up containers at your home once you're done, and the containers are brought back to the manufacturing plant so it can be they can be uh, refilled. That's how the loop works. But in order to subscribe to that system, you need to pay. You need to submit a deposit, and uh, there are costs also. 
linked to that program. So in, in other words, if you want to use the loop, it's going to cost you more for your food. Are, will, are oh. people willing to do that for the planet? Right. The jury's still out. All right. Speaking of Sylvain Charlebois from Dalhousie University, one of the things that is troubling me on this announcement is I think it's playing into a lot of people's concerns about plastic waste for sure. But there's so many unanswered questions here about like how this major policy shift would work in such a short time frame. What are the major unanswered questions that are leaping front of mind for you on this? Well, I think uh, the one thing, the one major thing, again, in the food space that I cover, uh, that I've been covering for 20 years, are are food safety regs. We're we're implementing uh, the Safe Food for Canadian Act right now. And when you look at the list of new regulations around traceability and lot numbers and lot numbers you need to put on packaging, it's hard to see how the industry won't use more plastics. So if you are to change these regulations, uh, you have to harmonize or at least align your food safety uh, regulations with our environmental obligations. We've never really done that. We've actually increased the use of plastics. Well, industry has increased the use of plastics, not necessarily because that that's what they wanted. It's because what the that's what the government wants, and that's right. and the reason why the government actually wants this to happen is to protect the public. So that's why that's the one thing that needs to happen. The other thing, of course, is the whole issue of uh, of uh, plastic standards. It's all over the place. Lots of confusion. Uh, only 70% of all plastics uh, is recycled. Mm-hmm. That needs to actually change. Uh, and lastly, I would say compostable packaging. That's one thing that uh, more and more companies are doing. Uh, in Europe, uh, you walk into a grocery store, there's, there's more and more compostable packaging. Uh, but those solutions are, are more costly, 25 to 50% more. So you need to incentivize the industry to to use some of these uh, these solutions, or else uh, it's going to be hard to change okay. anything. Dr. Charlebois, I think you raised some great points. Thanks for taking the time for us today. My pleasure. Take okay, care. I appreciate it a lot. Sylvain Charlebois, he is a professor in food distribution, Dalhousie University. I, th- I thought he raised some really terrific points there about the impact of, of this program.